Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Get it. Get it. You can turn it up. Come on, Jay. What up? Come on. Dude, we got like 30 minutes, dude. We got stuff to do. <laughs> this guy. Look back to We're gonna put him in the, we're gonna put him in the room and I'm thrilled about it. I'm thrilled about Jay Foreman being in that room. They'll be in and out. They'll be in and out. Guys like Mel Tucker are always interesting to me, though. Well, that's 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 top of the list. So I want to see you and you and Mel Tucker listen to this song. Oh. Yeah, Mel Tucker don't have that in him. In him if you know Mel, he ain't, no. Loxley does. Loxley, Loxley. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's all. I mean, all Mel, Mel Tucker is all football. Is it? Is it wrong if I say I like Mel Tucker? No, no, I like Mel Tucker too. Okay. No, I like Mel Tucker. I also think it's funny when he left Colorado for the Michigan State job for like two months on like Colorado TV and like Pac-12 TV. Yeah. It still had like I'm Mel Tucker, the head coach of the Colorado Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who? So Jay, give us some insight. Who is Mel Tucker? Yeah, uh, he's a. I mean, he's a football guy. He's a tough, you know, minded dude. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of worked his way up and uh, built programs up. He believes in what he's doing. Um, you know, he's had some pretty high-profile jobs, you know, being a – you know, Saban brought him in. That's where uh, most recently then he goes, and he's the D coordinator at Georgia. Uh, he was also a pro coach at Jacksonville. Um, and then, obviously, he got a head coaching job at Colorado for, I think, a couple of years. And then Michigan State um, – you know, kind of like on a whim, you know, like, you know, the, the hire was a little late because uh, the previous coach kind of retired, it seemed like abruptly. And, uh, you know, for, for as of right now, he's came in and, you know, had the magic potion to turn it around. It's going to be interesting to see. It's not really necessarily about wins and losses because it's going to be hard for Michigan State to play at that clip year in and year out. You know, I think whether he says it or not, but, it timed out and worked out perfect for him. The transfer portal, the ability to get a whole bunch of transfers. And I think it was the first year you could. So he kind of really built his roster off the transfer portal. And you get Walker the third and, and you get the best running back or one of the best running backs in the nation to coincide with guys they got on defense. I think it all the stars lined up for him to have that season. But I think – what he started with from a culture standpoint p- put him at an advantage. And then I think he, he took it to a whole nother level from his experience as a head coach at Colorado and then his experience with uh, both Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. So um, he's just interesting. Just, uh, you know, I remember I talked to Bobby Carpenter sometimes and uh, he was at Ohio State when Bobby was there. And he'd always get mad at Freeman, who's the uh, coach at Notre Dame. Not mad at him, but he's like, man, you you know, pretty much – if you don't get this cover two drop right, I'm gonna be um, back driving. Uh, was it Schwann's truck selling, selling food? You know, so he was a grinder. That let me know that um, he's been to where he's coaching for his, uh, you know, his livelihood. And uh, I think that's probably something you never forgot. I know one of my best friends or close friends, Tavares Tillman, was a defensive back coach for them 
last year. So, you know, um, I talked to him. Now he's down at Georgia Tech where, his, you know, his, uh, he went to school. But um, just would talk to him about Mel Tucker, how Mel Tucker gave him his chance, how Mel Tucker helped him become a better coach, challenged him to be a better coach, and taught him or um, – or, you know, gave him insight on how to move on and, and, you know, to, to bigger and better roles. And so, um, you know, I mean, look, it's no coach. I mean, I think the biggest thrill for a coach is if he has an assistant coach or, you know, you have a good enough season, he's wanted by other, other schools. So, um, I think eventually that'll happen with Nebraska and stuff like that. I think they got, um, you know, especially with like Shenander, I think, Defense keeps him improving, and Nebraska gets some wins. I mean, there's going to be people knocking on his door, so um, it just doesn't start and stop with Michigan State and Ohio State. I think it's everywhere. And so, first and foremost, the most important thing is have a winning season. Michigan State did that. You saw a little bit of that, you know, people trying to get in and get their coaches. Um, but I think Mel Tucker understands the dynamics of uh, where he's at. The big contract puts a lot of pressure on you. People are always going to question you um, when you're the first one to do it. Uh, Michigan State isn't, wasn't, or hasn't been known as a school that's going to be paying upwards close to ten million dollars for a coach. So then that's a lot of pressure there. You're going to have a lot of naysayers, not only for you coaching at, at Michigan State. You're the first one to get a big contract, um, and then the other dynamics of Mel Tucker, you know, as a person that that goes into it as well. What he looks like, how he, you know, all that stuff. People are like looking at him like, you you know, dumbing down what he's done and what he's been able to do, uh, whether they want to admit it or not. That's just factual. Now, everybody needs to be happy that Mel Tucker got that contract because that allowed Brian Kelly to go down there, you know, leave a recruiting visit when he was wearing Notre Dame um, swag, get on his private jet, and head down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then in that time, he has a Louisiana accent in a $100 million contract. It allowed Lincoln Riley – to uh, say that he's not taking a job, you know, said job, that LSU job, but he magically in six hours came to terms with it and just had a long, hard conversation with his family in six hours after he just got done playing in a Big 12 championship that ended at night. So all through the night, got on a jet with Oklahoma uh, Jordan 1 Lowe's on, put that USC polo on and got another $100 million contract. And I'm sure there's other coaches that have reaped the benefits off it as well. So um, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, the biggest thing I want to ask him about is when they were in their bowl game and uh, they, cause they were losing and how he operates and how he's able to get his team to operate in those situations. And the quote is, I wanted to see how you swim in deep water. That's, mm-hmm. that's a deep quote mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. because what it tells you is we don't think you that tough. We don't really think that you are ready to do what we're willing to do. But to have that type of mindset and extreme pressure, you get what I'm saying, and then to come out with a victory, like how did you build that? Like how? Like what? Tell me exactly what that means, because it just doesn't mean we're out there and we're swimming. When you're in deep water, you either win or you lose, survive or die. You get what I'm saying? Well, some people become splashers. You know, they try to they they panic a little bit. Right. Don't understand it. Hey, look, was I'm it your gonna... fundamentals that you built on, or is it a game plan that you thought of, or is something that you saw, or that 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 you were able to pick up on in your film study that you, when you're down by ten to fourteen points and you look like your offense looked like it can't even get out of its own way, that somehow you just that you can find a way to keep the defense or the defense interested and motivated to keep the game close 
until the offense and the offensive coordinator, the player, the staff get out of their own way and start scoring some points. We this was the phrase. Chaos expect chaos. But when chaos happens, slow down and chaos ceases to exist. There's simplicity in it. That's deep water. Taking them in deep water. We'll throw the break. When we come back, ask Jay about these two coaches out west. You know, Paul Chris, James Franklin. Let's get into it when we come back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.